Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women in engineering and technology. You can find all of our podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and SWE's blog, All Together, at altogether.swe.org. Looking for more information and data on women in engineering? Head over to research.swe.org and review the groundbreaking research that SWE has been conducting. SWE's research efforts include reporting on women of color in engineering and how community colleges may play a role in getting more women to graduate with engineering degrees. You can also check out the annual SWE Literature Review in SWE Magazine's State of Women in Engineering issue. Hi, I'm Heather Doty, FY21 President of the Society of Women Engineers. Welcome to SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. I'm joined today by one of our WE Local India keynote speakers, Shwetambari Shetty. With a background in education rooted in banking and commerce, Shwetambari, also known as Shwe, has evolved into a passionate entrepreneur. She is co-founder of The Tribe Fitness and now a fitness expert at Cure.Fit, India's largest fitness chain. Thanks for joining us today, Shwe. Hi, Heather. Thank you so much for having me here on SWE. It's such a pleasure, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Super excited. I am too. I think I need some of what you're going to share with us today, myself personally, and I'm sure our audience will appreciate it as well. Thank so you. So you're a local... You are a We Local India keynote speaker, and you'll be talking a lot about your journey from banker to fitness entrepreneur. We want to leave plenty of, quote, good stuff for your keynote, so we're going to pivot a bit from our usual engineering and STEM focus and instead speak about health and wellness that our audience can incorporate into their lives. To start, please tell us a little bit about your background in health and fitness. Right. So I have been in the space of health and fitness for a uh, exactly 10 years now. And prior to that, of course, I was, you know, in banking. And it was, you know, all really a happy accident. And I turned to something I absolutely loved doing, which was dance. And from dance, I moved on to, you know, moving in dance and fitness. And then everything else just, you know, uh, fell together, um, CrossFit and a lot of lessons training and a whole lot of that. Then one fine day, you know, I met this um, uh, this person who was also into fitness and he then became my business partner where we kind of said we wanted to do something for, uh, you know, the people in our country. Fitness is really a luxury, right? Nobody thinks it's, it's like uh, something that you need to build in as a habit. So that's when we said, let's make fitness fun. And then we came up with this group exercise space, you know, where Everything is about group exercise and fun and community building, and nothing is really machine driven, right? So that's how we started off uh, from, you know, independent freelancing fitness trainer to starting off our own fitness club called the Tribe, and from there on being acquired by, you know, the fitness giants CureFit. And today uh, we are pretty much all over the country, and that's our offline presence. And even on the online presence, of course, thanks to COVID, we really kind of picked momentum in in you know very short period of time. And we're available in India and in the US for online. So yeah, we've kind of really captured the market as of today. And we really want to make fitness, you know, fun, accessible, and available to everybody in India. Uh, 
primarily because it's very difficult to convince people to you know incorporate fitness as a daily regime and i think we're kind of uh, progressing each day on it absolutely that sounds fantastic um maybe as part of that convincing folks to do it how important is fitness in activity like what's the minimum amount of activity we should be getting and what kinds of benefits would we see from starting even a low key routine right so you know heather i i personally believe um that it is not about incorporating just exercise right our body is designed to move right if it was designed to be sitting in one place for long hours honestly it would be designed very differently but if you look back you know it could be our uh, ancestors you know they they have been just active primarily they didn't do anything else just did a lot of you know of functional stuff that is a lot of household chores and in general were extremely active not allowing you know your joints and muscles to rust over a period of time with long sitting so i think apart from everything else if we can incorporate movement in the form of walking you know more often during the day we are pretty much sorted right so it's not necessary that we have to hit the gym every other day we need to do a particular kind of exercise you know whether it's hiit or this or that right i mean sometimes i think we get a little lost with the kind of options available out there but i believe and i've i've looked at my parents and grandparents and how active they have you know lived all their life and the benefits that they reap today even at the age of 75 and 80 right um it's simply walking they ensure that they are walking at least 15000 steps a day from the time they wake up till they go to bed now i'm not saying 15000 is something that all of us can easily do it's very very ambitious but if we all can track our steps and if we are getting anything between 8 10 Uh, to 12000 steps a day we know we are doing good for the body right and walking is also one of the best fat burner there is right like brisk walking particularly right so if we can just incorporate that one good habit which our body is naturally designed to do we will keep a lot of illness and injuries and issues at bay and that much i can promise so even without going into more details on how we can in- incorporate other movements into our daily life which i will definitely talk about i would say if all of us can focus on walking every you know couple of hours every few hours for 5 10 minutes accumulating that to about 8 to 10000 steps a day will definitely help you feel stronger feel fitter and definitely keep you a lot healthier Absolutely. You know, you talked a lot about how we weren't designed to sit, but unfortunately many of our members, women engineers and technologists do a lot of sedentary work, um sitting at computers to do research designs, project management and the like. And so, you know, you've already mentioned sitting for long periods of time is bad for our health and we should get up and walk, but sometimes we get so caught up in our work to do anything. So what tips or advice do you give to those who find themselves seated in the position same position for a long period of time. Right. Right. Yeah, I I you know, I completely hear you because I think I I don't know, maybe 75-80% of us are probably doing this sort of a job, right? Where we're sitting in front of a laptop, a phone, whatever through the day. And believe me, Heather, I'm in the space of fitness, but I have to sit for about 7-8 hours a day 
in front of the laptop myself, right? Because I do a lot of backend work, uh, you know, like uh, connecting you know, our trainers and connecting with, you know, just different kind of workouts and formats and brainstorming and all of that, right? So I do a lot of backend work and I sit for long hours. But something that I have done, you know, uh, throughout this whole desk job and, um, you know, throughout my pregnancy also is that after I finish every call, right, uh, or every hour, let me say, put it that way, every hour, I ensure I get up and walk for five minutes, right? That's like a mandate. And I have actually gotten a lot of other people to incorporate this habit. And I've told them that even if you can't, can't do it every hour, try to incorporate it once in two hours. And if this means you need to put a reminder on your phone, do it because your phone is always beside you. So it will pop up, the reminder will pop up and you will just get up and get moving, right? So my advice to everyone, you know, all, you know, all, all the engineers out there who are sitting long hours through the day, uh, you have to do the job. Well, there is no two ways there, right? But try to just get up every hour or two move for five to 10 minutes, right? It could be you stepping away to get a cup of coffee or tea or something, but don't just limit it to getting that cup of coffee or tea. Walk around a little bit, loosen up, let your ankle joint, knee joint, hip joint, shoulder joint, get some movement because they deserve it. They don't deserve to be sitting in one position because the joints are designed for movement, right? And then the other thing that I also do, Heather, is... Uh, you know, I believe, again, that you need to have enough hydration through the day, which is about, you know, uh, we say about three liters of water in a day. So I ensure I keep sipping on water, which means it forces me to get up and go to the washroom maybe every hour or two. So that's another reason why I get off my chair. And when I get off my chair, I ensure I move around for five, 10 minutes because Nothing's going to happen in a span of five, 10 minutes, right? You can't, uh, you know, end up not like meeting a deadline because you've spent five minutes every hour focusing on your own walk or your own health, right? So it's the most simplest thing to do. It's the most easiest thing to do. You can do it in, in that small room where, you know, one is sitting in front of the laptop or taking calls or working on a particular project. You don't need a big space to walk. I just, you know, sit in my room through the day, right? But I get up and walk up and down in this one room. And I know by the end of the day, I have done about four, 5,000 steps. Now, this is only during the day. And apart from this, one can definitely incorporate a little walking, like a 20-minute brisk walking in the morning, 20-minute brisk walk in the evening, if possible. But otherwise, for everyone who cannot incorporate that additional, just focus on doing it every hour or two in your own little room. I promise you it's possible because I've tried it myself. I've tried it especially throughout the uh, throughout this whole COVID time last year, right? When everything was shut and we couldn't step out. Now everything is opened up for us. Uh, but yeah, that's all I did. So throughout my pregnancy as well, which was last year, I just kept moving every few hours. And, you know, I was easily able to do 8,000 steps a day. Simple and easily uh, like doable. Okay, so you heard it. Shui told us all, get up, get up. <laughs> so for those of us currently working from home in light of the pandemic, I know you said, you know, things are starting to open up, but many of us have gone from an ergonomic office setup to piecing together a home office from whatever we have available to us. I mean, I personally use a card table combined with a chair that's 
kind of okay, but how can we stay healthy and comfortable in our new at-home setups? What what items could we invest in to make our home office more comfortable or healthy? Um, I think uh, one of the things to keep in mind because we're going to be sitting for long hours is ensure you get like this, you know, good desk and chair, uh, especially because you need to, you know, be in front of your computer or laptop. So you need that eye level. So don't be sitting on your couch or don't use your uh, bed you know, to convert it into, you know, a little uh, workspace, you need to get that desk and chair, that table and chair to be able to sit with eye level. Uh, when, when you're looking at your laptop, it needs to be eye level. That's the first thing. right? And that's pretty much the most important thing um, so that you can work comfortably and you do not have any back pain at the end of the day. Right. Uh, but, you know, that is the work side of it. Right. Um, apart from that, right, I would because a lot of us still are comfortable, you know, moving around the house, exercising at home. Uh, and some of us do believe, okay, let's get in some fancy equipment or fancy machine. Uh, but believe me, none of these fancy equipments and machines do any difference because you're using it for a brief period of time and then they just collect dust. My recommendation to everyone would be do a lot of body weight training at home and Invest in probably a pair or two of dumbbells and maybe some kettlebells. And you can get amazing workout just with these small equipments, right? It's cost effective. It can be put in a corner of a house very easily. And, you know, you can get a whole lot of different type of exercises and workouts just using maybe a resistance band and a kettlebell and a dumbbell. And, of course, using your own body weight which is what even I did throughout uh, work from home. And I continue to work from home, of course. So don't just invest in a great workspace inside your home. Of course, it's important. But keep in mind that you can do small investments in some sort of uh, equipment that can keep you fit, keep you strong. And you don't have to worry about, oh, you know, I've gained so much strength. I, you know, I gained so much benefit of from going to the gym or the studio nearby, and now I can't do much. You can do a whole lot of things. And of course, everyone has access to so many apps and so many workouts out there, right? In fact, even CureFit app is now available in the US and you know one can download and use all our workouts, dance space workouts, strength workouts, cardio, all of those. And these are all like 15 minutes, 20 minutes workout, you know? So keep moving. And just pick up these 15, 20 minute, 30 minute, you know, HIIT kind of workouts. And you really have nothing else to worry about, right? You don't really need to step out um, at all for anything. Perfect. That sounds like great advice. Earlier, you mentioned um, staying fit while pregnant. I know that um, we have lots of folks who are new mothers or are currently pregnant or considering children in the future. Can you tell us a bit about your fitness journey through your pregnancy and and also after your baby was born? How did you stay motivated to work out while caring for your new baby? Yeah. So uh, I'll just kind of break it into, uh, you know, two, three parts, Heather. I think first is, you know, for uh, everyone out there who are, you know, planning pregnancy, you know, in maybe the next three months, six months, or even a year, right? Um, Something that you want to focus on is uh, just keeping your core really strong or building that core strength, even if you haven't done a great amount of, you know, exercising uh, all this while, right? Even three months of effort or six months of effort 
while you're planning your pregnancy can do wonders. So when I say core strength, you know, I, I definitely am not talking about, you know, work on those abs or anything, right? I'm just talking about your entire core, which is obviously minus all your limbs, just building enough strength for that core, for your spine, for your pelvic to be able to handle the changes, right? So even if you are not able to step out and do something, uh, just at home, okay, uh, along with all the activity that I told you with walking and some other at-home workouts, uh, yeah, and even if you cannot do that, incorporating bird dog, you know, uh, these movements like hip bridges, uh, deep abdominal breathing, pelvic tilt, right? Uh, planks okay your regular planks and your side planks if you can just add these in your daily regime believe me you will feel so much stronger you'll probably have almost no back pain or you know hip flexor pain or pelvic pain throughout your pregnancy right and this is a very very basic and it'll actually also help you recover really fast post delivery right? So I can just reiterate that. So in case you're at home and you're not able to do too much, but you are looking and planning for pregnancy a few months from now, incorporate, you know, simple movements like hip bridges, bird dogs, dead bug, donkey kicks, fire hydrants, and mandatory movement is plank. Okay, your regular plank and your side planks, your spine will thank you later, right? So this is kind of must do for pretty much all uh, women who are planning pregnancy. And then during pregnancy, right, you should just stick to the activity that you've always been doing. Because like I I, I do a lot of cardio through dancing and I do a lot of uh, weightlifting. So I incorporated both throughout my pregnancy. It was only the first trimester, which the first three months that I was a little cautious and I focused more on walking. But you can focus on walking for all nine months. Brilliant, brilliant exercise, uh, primarily to, you know, kind of keep that uh, pelvic activated, keep the hip flexors really, you know, uh, supple, the muscle very supple and not uh, avoid any stiffness, really. Uh, but otherwise, you can continue doing any activity. Like if you're, a, you know, someone who jogs and runs regularly, even during your pregnancy, you can incorporate it. But of course, always check with the gynac before you add any activity. If you're someone who loves dancing and you've been dancing all your life, you can continue to do a lot of dancing pretty much nine months of your pregnancy, unless, of course, you know, there's some complication and so on and so forth. But if you're someone who never did anything like any physical activity, but you want to be active, you know, during your pregnancy, just walk, right? Again, focus on 6,000, 8,000, 10,000 steps a day keep moving more often. This way, you'll probably also avoid any unnecessary weight gain. And, you know, you will also be extremely active. That can help you with, you know, even a smooth delivery, right? And Heather, particularly talking about India, right? For us, I think fitness itself is quite, you know, I wouldn't say very new today, but it's still new when you look at the population and you look at the amount of people that we want to target. But fitness during pregnancy is very, very new. Like most women are not allowed to even move much, right? They, they're, they're expected to sit down long hours, just, you know, do whatever little work. So they get pampered a lot. And then post-delivery, they get pampered that much more, right? They don't allow 
women post delivery to literally move out of their bed or couch for the next 6 months right so it's it's very difficult which is why a lot of women then put on so much more weight and um, they have a lot of, everyone's got help you know the parents the uh you know the in-laws everybody helping you out with the baby so you're not allowed to move and you put on that much more weight but my advice is yeah walk a lot during your pregnancy so that you don't you know really want to gain the unnecessary weight um and 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 eat you know nutrition dense healthy food right but post delivery especially again uh, i always say this for the women in india because it's so much more harder to kind of explain it to their parents and say i want to move i want to walk even my mother was really hard on me and she was very upset that right from week 2 of my delivery i started moving around i started getting in like you know i looked at my step count and say okay i need to get 4000 steps consistently and then step it up you know by week 4 so she was so upset and angry that she actually Uh, after a month typically she would have stayed with me for 6 months but after a month decided to go back to her hometown and she said you know what you and your husband figure out what you guys want to do because we can't be around you and not be stressed with the things that you're doing i said don't worry mom we'll figure this out but anyway i i did like you know i always uh, i ensure i did my physiotherapy post delivery because i believe again that's very very important to, you know for a physiotherapist to kind of tell you if your body is ready for movement or does it need a little more amount of rest and things like that right so again post delivery if if you've uh, you know had a normal delivery you can start as early as you know like the fifth week sixth week after you get that final go ahead from your physiotherapist or your gynac but if you've had a c section also i would just say wait for about 6 to 8 weeks you don't really uh, need to wait longer than that to start basic movements post that so by your second month and i had started you know second third week with movement but from during the second month of postpartum i started with again core strengthening pelvic strengthening movements because your pelvic your entire core has obviously gone through like literally like a storm so you want to really pick up the momentum very very slowly very gradually focus on doing all the core work core strengthening work which is going back to pelvic tilt abdominal breathing hip bridges all of these right and then from month 3 and month 4 you incorporate other movements you know which could be just body weight squats and lunges and you know more walking you know 8000 steps 10000 steps then by the fifth month you know you can really sixth month you can really get back to doing a lot of activities which you were doing before but if you start sooner like month 2 or month 3 onwards you will actually be able to kind of you know get rid of all the unnecessary weight gain and the fat gain much faster and in a more steady manner what happens is if you wait for like 6 months 8 months 1 year 2 year it just becomes that much more harder and this i've seen a lot in india because too many people around with too much advice you know a lot of uh, assistance for the new mom and the new mom just gets you know very comfortable and sometimes even lazy to do anything and then after like a year or two they're like oh my god like look at me i've put on so much weight how do i handle this now how do i get rid of this and it kind of brings them down so i would say ladies do not wait too long it's absolutely fine to start in the second third month especially if you have a go ahead from your gynac and maybe even your physiotherapist right 
for me personally heather it was um, like i think it was very important for me to give myself that me time uh, so and and i really didn't have much help at all after the first month again my husband and i did pretty much everything and i'm sure you know everyone uh, in the us and etc have the same uh, pattern right it's only in india where we have a lot of help and if you don't have help and if you don't ask for help people think it's a bit weird but then uh, my husband and i just, just just managed everything on our own and i was very clear that i needed you know that 30 minutes or 1 hour of workout every day because if i was not feeling great mind and body i would never be able to give my 100% to my baby right so that's obviously my advice to every woman that it's so easy to kind of feel low and uh, you know feel like everything is kind of yes you have this beautiful child but everything else for you is falling apart uh, it's i guess a part and parcel of postpartum it's what my experience is today because you're dealing with so much but then if you do that one thing that makes you happy and i'm not saying it has to be fitness it could be anything right um you should just do it and for me fitness was that for me exercise just made me happy so i ensured right from you know week 2 week 3 i did something for 15 minutes 20 minutes and i slowly increased that time um today you know i'm 8 months postpartum and i've already uh, you know i'm happy that i've gone back to my pre pregnancy weight you know my strength is slowly coming back and you know i overall feel great and i have so many questions that come to me you know on social media on and so many other forums that how did you do that because in india it's really unheard of to get back to your pre pregnancy body in 6 to 8 months they they basically most people tell you that forget about your pre pregnancy body you may never get it back and then there is the other half that tell you that you can't do anything for the first 2 years apart from the baby but the truth is if you kind of prioritize everything that you need in your life whether it's work you know your baby your household chores and your fitness and give it the right amount of time and planning i think it's all possible and uh, and i'm only saying it because i've done it and you know of course it makes me happy and i'm able to give a lot more for my child because i'm happy right so that's my advice to all the women that's a that's a great inspirational story you know you're like if you you can do it and you start small and just build up and hey you've got a a, a perfectly good weight source like growing with you as you go right so if you're just doing some baby squats uh, yeah <laughs> as you go so perfect <laughs> thanks for that inspiration for the mothers so yeah. you've talked a lot about um many things that we can do to incorporate health and fitness but you know maybe as as we're just wrapping up here what are your most favorite and most essential health and fitness tips to share with everyone yeah uh you know there are you can exercise every single day for 30 minutes or for 1 hour right but if you spend the rest of the day sitting in front of your you know computer or whatever you're you know working with right but sitting honestly that effort that you put in for those 30 minutes or 1 hour um i wouldn't say it goes in vain but it is not going to benefit in a big manner okay so the first thing to incorporate for everybody is movement okay movement in the form of walking only because the body deserves it and needs it and that's what that's how your body is really made right the muscles will need a lot of uh, you know to remove the stiffness 
from all your muscles you need walking and to remove all the stiffness from your joints which will later then you know be prone to injuries you need walking so to all the people listening please incorporate walking as your core 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 activity okay every single day and today we have all possible ways to track steps there are so many different apps because you're walking around with your phone so just keeping that app to track your steps can be a great idea if you don't want to do it on the app you can always wear you know one of those smart watches which will give you quite accurate data on the number of steps right so please first thing incorporate movement okay efficient movement pain free movement because again your body should not idly be going through any sort of pain but if you feel pain when you're moving so often then you need to get it checked because like i said your body really doesn't need to have any sort of pain right the second thing is incorporating some amount of exercise now that can be of course you can have so many different goals uh, uh, you know and which is why you're incorporating certain kind of exercise it could be cardio it could be just yoga it could be you know uh, uh, strength training with body weight or weightlifting so many different things based on what you love doing it could be simply incorporating sports or swimming you know just what you love so i always tell everybody just pick an activity that you absolutely love doing because that way you're kind of self motivated to keep going back uh, otherwise you know sometimes we are like okay let me enroll myself into the gym and i'm somehow going to make it happen you make it happen for one two months and then it drops off right i mean it's old story right we know how that works so always pick an activity that you love doing so that you can keep going back but otherwise if you do like 30 minutes activity maybe four to five times a week or if you'd like even six times a week or if you're someone who does 45 to 45 minutes to an hour then you can you know kind of do it for uh you know 3 days a week or 4 days a week also is great right pick whatever activity you enjoy doing i would just say that uh, if possible uh, everybody should incorporate some amount of strength training weight training especially for women because um, you know degeneration is a part of life uh as we age you will go through the process of degeneration your bones are going to start becoming a little brittle you know there will be injuries there will be falls there will be you know imbalance disorders so many things but if you incorporate certain amount of strength training right uh what happens is you kind of delay all this degeneration you don't escape it 100% but you definitely delay it and when you delay all of this you know you're independent for a long time to come so even at like 80 85 90 you know you can be so much more stronger maybe injury free less dependent and all of that and women particularly you know are subject to osteoporosis penia all of that so weight training can help you you know build stronger bone mass which in turn will keep you away from all your osteoporosis and everything right so if possible i i mean i can't say that it's mandatory for everyone to incorporate strength training weight training but if you can it'll be great to incorporate you know twice a week of some kind of strength training at home or you know stepping out uh, it's again not very difficult 30 minutes of strength training can do wonders uh, but yeah so movement that is walking and then some 30 minute activity any exercise or playing a sport or swimming or dancing on a daily basis will do wonders and apart from that i think you know just meals which are nutrition dense um, i'm not going to you know going go into breaking down food in terms of carbs and protein and fat i think we already all, all already know 
uh, you know, what's good fat uh, or how much of all of this we need to eat, at least in some way or the other. But I'd say just focus on nutrition-dense food. Uh, you know, look at your plate and you know that, okay, there is carbs and there's fat and there's protein, but also ensure you get enough of your micronutrients because without those vitamins and minerals, you're just subjecting your body to a lot of illness and, you know, uh, other kind of health issues, right? So get in a lot of greens, get in a lot of nuts and seeds, basic, get in a lot of fruits along with, you know, all the other stuff that, that is on your plate. I think uh, in India, again, our food is very carb dense, right? Yes, we've got all those spices which do wonders for immunity and so on and so forth. Uh, but in general, our breakfast, lunch, dinner, all of it is very carb dense. So particularly for people in India, look at your plate a little more and try to see, do you really get your protein and good fat in all your meals or is it all like carb, carb, carb? Because that's also another reason why in India we end up, you know, uh, putting on a lot of belly fat and stuff like that. So yeah, look at your plate more often. Well, fabulous tips. Shui, thank you again for taking the time to speak with us today. I know I need to go and do some movement as soon as we get off this podcast. <laughs> yes. Just walk for five minutes, Heather, five or 10 minutes. That's it. That's perfect. That's what I have before my next meeting. So I'm going to do it. And everyone listening, I hope you were walking as you were listening to this podcast. That's a great way to get these podcasts in, right? Is uh, go on a walk or, or listen to them at the gym. So appreciate it so much, Shui. So true. So true. Yeah, actually, you're right. We should have said that right at the beginning, right? You keep walking as you listen to this podcast. Absolutely. Well, that's okay. We have lots of episodes so they can catch another episode if they weren't, if they weren't doing so. Yes. So thanks everyone. I'm Heather Doty for all of us at SWE. Thanks for listening. Thank you.